Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Sanctuary, you're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and I'm so happy to have you in the sanctuary today. I actually have these very dynamic sisters, and they have a business called Evoke Life. And it is really about us creating a blueprint to be able to navigate the next um levels of our life whether professionally personally and i see my girl niecy dorsey from neptune new jersey ah, is on mama county so i'm gonna just introduce everyone um right now so i have radia rhodes yes. and i'm gonna just let them tell um a little bit about themselves but um we have radia and i'm hyped because she's from Law Branch, New Jersey, Monmouth <laughs> County in the house. Yes. And um, she is an alchemist, an activist, and an innovator. I mean, wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. So we're going to hear all about that. Radia recently authored a book called, called Being is the New Doing, a divine guide to owning your energy time and peace of mind. So for those of you who are on the live, you can see me, but on the radio, I don't have no glasses on. So I'm trying to read from a far distance. So bear with me. She has also launched a collection of brands and products designed to transform and expand our, your intention and your well-being. Right next to her is I have uh, Miss Tawana Bagwat. She is an executive coach, a change agent, and a strategic planner. Tawana is masterful at helping women declutter their past, grasp opportunities, and gain proper perspective of their potential for greatness. Now, this is her philosophy, and when I saw this and read this, it totally resonated with me. We are from the same tribe, because her philosophy is no broken women on my watch. And that's beautiful. I love that because that's how I feel. And that's why I created the uh, the sanctuary and the goddess awakening and healing sanctuary in general. And then I have my soror sitting right next to me, Dr. Ronnie Ellington, who is a scholar, a teacher and a speaker. And she's often referred to as the inner clarity expert. And Dr. Ronnie's belief is you are never really confused. You always know what's what's going on and what's in your best interest. You just have to get out of your own way to see it. And I believe that because we really know what's going on. I think that we're just afraid to like step into whatever that is and make mm -hmm. some decisions because sometimes it'll cause us to do things that are not traditional and it might change the people, places, and things around us. Absolutely. So welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome. I'm us. so happi to have you. And shout out to another soror, Dr. Rona Frederick. My girl. For, for you know, <laughs> connecting us. And she connected us back in the winter. It just yeah. took till now for us to, <laughs> to schedule this. But I'm so glad to have you here. So Evoke Life. Tell us about that. So Evoke Life is what it, what it says. It's about evoking your life from the inside out. Um, we came together because, like everybody, I was going through a personal crisis okay. and had reached a point where I was really suffering. I had changed um, <clears throat> significantly in a two-year period. I had two babies. I changed work assignments probably three or four times. Um, I was having challenges with adjusting to a new marriage, and I was breaking down. I had no passion. And so I'm a designer. You see, I'm an innovator, an engineer. And the way I worked myself through it was through an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I figured I was going to solve my way out of the issues. <clears throat> and what I noticed was 
it gave me a sense of clarity and like moving in that clarity, I was able to kind of transform who I was. And my father asked me the question, who are you? Because mm-hmm. I was complaining one day and I had never thought about it. Wow. What I had known was why I was doing what I was doing, what I wanted to do, what goals I had. But I never thought about um, who I was. And that started me on a journey to define it. Wow. And that changed everything. And so once I moved through that for maybe like six to eight months, everything changed. And I called Ronnie and said, I think I got something like this. It worked for me because we have all these deep conversations, Mm -hmm. um, thought leaders and philosophies about things, spiritual, Mm -hmm. you know, um, as well as personal professional. And she said, "Okay, well, let's take a look at it. She's a curriculum developer, an expert. And so we looked at it and we framed out this program and we invited some sisters to join in with us. And they did. And it worked for them, too. And so um, at the same time, I was working in corporate and Tawana came to join us from our headquarters to the local site that I worked at as our HR leader. Okay. And I had never, first of all, we worked at a very corporate corporate company. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this woman's name is Tawana. She is black. <laughs> she is the head of HR. And she says what she got to say. Like okay. I had never seen that. And at that time it was at least 15 years in corporate. And I had not seen a woman show up that powerfully mm-hmm. in that position. And uh, it just floored me. So I would always say, when are you going to come work with us? When are you going to come work with us? And Tawana mm-hmm. would say, well, when you make me an offer? Oh, right. Okay. And I was like, well, I don't really have nothing to offer you right now. <laughs> We're just getting started, but soon I will. And so finally that time came and I did and she came and joined us. And so together we, you know, we say mind, body, spirit, mm-hmm. um, spirit, science and reality. Like we bring all of these things together and who we are and the expertise and the experience that we have to serve women to evoke their very, very best life. I love it. I love it. The spirits, the spirit, science and reality, Mm -hmm. because it's my it is mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. And people usually try to heal themselves or think about their issues in a silo. That's right. And you really can't do that. That's not how nature works. Mm -hmm. So she made you an offer. And then Mm -hmm. what happened to Anna? She made me an offer. We came, I came on board. We were working through of all of our experiences and expertise that we bring to the table. It's like, how can we do this and help other women, mm-hmm. but also about helping ourselves? Mm-hmm. Because we are too on this journey of healing, mm-hmm. becoming whole with self, and what does the design aligned self look like? Right. So we've been having these conversations back and forth and we started to put pen to paper. And from there, it just has evolved into where we are today. Okay, the whole designed aligned self that Mm -hmm. just struck me. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So Mm -hmm. I want to hear more about that. So I'm putting a pin there. (laughs) Um, The whole who are you question, I think that when you become a woman of a certain age, mm-hmm. you have done everything that that society says you were supposed to oh, have sorry. done. Right. You know, you go to school, you get the uh, job, then you uh, maybe go to professional school, mm-hmm. then you get the man, mm-hmm. then you have the baby, then you get the house, and then you mm-hmm. get the car, and then sometimes you lose all those things, but then you get them again, mm-hmm. and maybe not in that order, and maybe not each of those things, but you still find yourself going, this can't be it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> or if this is it, I'm upset. Right. Yeah. And so the who are you? So it's interesting, a male, your dad mm-hmm. asked you that question. What was, you don't have to give us the details, but you, you were saying that a new babies and a new husband and, and changing, um, changing your different jobs, you know, mm-hmm. having three different jobs and stuff. That's enough to make me say, who am I? Mm-hmm. And so if you're not asking yourself that question, my, my sisters, please do, you know, anybody, because it is really important. It's really important for your evolution and for you to really start to get on the path of what the answer to that question is. Absolutely. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this, the who are you question, which is at the source 
of our work. So the first thing I want you to know is that we are human beings and not human doings. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us want to achieve fulfillment through what we do. Yes. And that's actually counterproductive. So that's why we get to a place where we've done all the things, we've checked all the lists, but because we haven't earnestly answered the question, who am I being? Who am I? Mm -hmm. What is it that is mine to be in the world? We do these things with the hopes that they will answer that question Mm -hmm. for us, and it Mm -hmm. doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is who we are is not just our conditioning. So you know how you hear people say, well, this is just who I am. And I'm like, well, not per se. Mm -hmm. This is who you conditioned yourself to be, and there is a difference between your conditioning and who you are. Okay. So we give people a process to really declare who they are from a created standpoint, from a design standpoint, Mm -hmm. not this like default, this is how I've been, this is who I am, but you actually get to say who Mm -hmm. you are. So that's interesting. And I actually did a whole video maybe like two years ago, just like a Facebook video on my balcony. I just got inspired being versus doing Mm -hmm. because I have a production background. 25 years I've done production on TV and on, you know, all these different places, events and large and small. So I'm the who, what, where, why, when, how, what time. If it mess up, then then who's in there? Like who's going to make sure it goes smoothly? So it has, it had been, because it's not now, it had been a little challenging for me to consider just being mm-hmm. being you know so i am learning so it's a muscle that you have to um you know it's a muscle that you have to to practice mm-hmm. it's sort of like going to the gym it just doesn't come naturally because we specifically as black women we are taught you got to hustle and grind mm-hmm. we're taught you have to be superwoman we are conditioned to make it happen for everybody, for our uh, immediate family, and sometimes we're responsible for the other folks in our family. So we don't ever really, no one's ever told us, like, did anybody tell you in the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s when we're like becoming professional women that you don't have to just hustle, it's time that, that just you can just be sometimes? Did, did yeah, anybody ever being say that? has a bad rap that no one's lazy. saying you're just being and you're right. lazy and you're not doing. So there is doing that's required. Oh yeah. But it's not right. this frantic doing to achieve, doing to make it. It's about doing what's yours to do, mm-hmm. given who you say you are. Mm-hmm. Do your part. Right. And so it's like do less, achieve more. Mm-hmm. Because what you do is aligned, not just a lot of busy work to make you feel like you're accomplishing. So we have a process we take you through to shift the being to this aligned doing. Right. So if you know who you are and mm-hmm. you know what you're up to and you know what game you're playing, then you know what actions to take that forward the game. But if you haven't taken the time to really decide who you are and what you're about and what game you're playing, you're just doing stuff, Mm -hmm. hoping that it Mm -hmm. turns out. (laughs) And so we actually help people shift that paradigm. So it's really a paradigm shift about, well, okay, where's your action coming from? Right. Not you don't act, but the where it's coming from is going to actually dictate the energetic that the action carries. So we take people through this process of declaring who they are, what they're up to, what game they're playing, and then aligning their day and their actions to win the game they're playing. Okay. And that is different because usually we don't even take the time to say, well, what am I up to? I know I'm trying to get this job. I'm trying to do this. But Mm -hmm. what's the real intent? Like, what is the goal that you're out to accomplish? Right. And is there a way to do that without all the hustle, grind, busyness, and sacrifices? And there is. (laughs) Because much of what we're doing, and I'll say this on the end, much of what we're doing is actually to avoid the very things we should be doing that we know we clear about that would make the difference. Mm -hmm. So the busy work actually is a smokescreen to to avoid the very work that's really at the heart of what you know. Like your soul is like, okay, you can do all this over here, but this is the thing. Mm -hmm. You need to that's going to make the difference. And we have a process to get you there quick. And so now you can no longer pretend I'm confused. I don't know. No, that's the old, that's the action right there. You're just avoiding it. And all these other actions is to avoid this one. Mm -hmm. And we say it with a smile, right? But it's the truth. 
So you are getting right to it. (laughs) The crux of it right Right. there. So a few things. So we'll pedal back and Mm. then we'll go through when a woman goes to evokelife.com and they press the button that says I'm ready to do this blueprint and to get, you know, to start to figure out my intentions and work with you all. We're going to go through that process. Um, But I wanted to to just highlight something that I saw on your Mm. website. It says women of color do not have to suppress or sacrifice ourselves to succeed. That's just one of the things that I want you to know if you've never heard of it before. So they deal with it from the engineering spiritual part of it. I deal with it too, but I also deal with it from a health perspective because when you do those things and when you suppress, that's when your autoimmune diseases come. That's when your lupus comes and your MS comes and the cancer is because you're not living the life that you were born to live and the inspi- and you know taking inspired action and doing the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. You're just doing the busy work. So then your body, the mind and the heart forgive, I always say it, the body does not. <laughs> so you can continue to do the busy work and do the things, but your body is going, oh man, you're not really doing what we were here to do, what we were brought here to do. So how about if I give you this little whisper of mm-hmm. some numb toes mm-hmm. or the headaches or the back aches or whatever it is. And then that, if you don't listen to that, then it becomes a roar. Yeah. So just those are the things that I want you to know. You do not have to sacrifice or suppress yourself to succeed. So now evokelife.com. That's where they can go. Yes, to get the information. So say a woman has woken up and she can't take any more, but she needs some support because it is scary Mm -hmm. because I have walked it. You have walked it and you have each other for the woman who doesn't really have somebody. So she she's the Ph.D. as my line sisters like to say, (laughs) they Ph.D. Right. So say they have this title. You're not supposed to complain when you have a beautiful husband and the healthiest kids and the beautiful house and you just came back from Peru. You're not supposed to complain or feel that something's not right then. Mm-hmm. So, but people, I mean, if you do, you you get like the, well, what's wrong with you? You have everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that woman, we're talking to her. She goes to evokelife.com and then what happens? So I really actually, because of our intention, I want to invite any woman who is feeling that or experiencing that actually to just send us a message at info at evokelife.com. Send us a direct message and let us reach out and reconnect with you. And what happens from there is we're going to have a conversation. We call them power sessions because we want to get in touch and in tune with what is taking your power. So the woman that feels like she's suppressing and sacrificing or the woman who feels like she can't be uh, dissatisfied with having quote unquote everything, there's some loss of power that she's experiencing. Mm. We are unlimited beings of energy and life force, right? The ultimate creators on this planet. Right. If you don't feel that or experience that, which you won't because it's gonna ebb and flow Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if the primary experience you have of your life is of suppression and sacrificing and struggling, then you have a loss of power. It's literally your power is, your divine rightful power is draining from you. So we want you to reach out, send us a direct note and let's get on the phone, have a conversation about what's going on and see how we can support you in moving into that design alignment, which we call your power paradigm. That's where, that's the the shift Ronnie's talking about. We're all in this default Mm-hmm. conditioned manner. That's why we think we can't say certain things or we have to be happy about X, Y, Z. But when you come from your power paradigm, you have divine alignment and then there's less effort to create what you want. Mm-hmm. And there's more fulfillment because it's actually in alignment with where you're coming from as opposed to somebody else's expectations or a hopeful, wishful p- pursuit of you know something that you haven't even Uh, validate it for yourself as being in alignment with who you really are so for those women who who have never heard these terms Mm -hmm. what is even alignment not not even divine alignment Mm -hmm. what is alignment alignment is about being in so if you have a particular goal Mm -hmm. that the elements that are connected to that goal are in order so that the ultimate power and I'm going to use all these terms, so mm-hmm. I don't want to make it confusing. But at the end of the day, it is the arrangement of elements in order to 
connect with a particular goal. Okay. So that now everything flows as opposed to being compartmentalized and fragmented all over the place where now we're trying to grasp and pull at things to accomplish a goal or not even be clear about what the goal is. Right. So it's being clear about where are you going, what is it that you want, what is it that you desire, and then arranging the elements of your life, your life force to actually create that. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I can talk about how it has, how I, because I do this, but it has been something that I've had to practice mm -hmm. and it's taken a while. Um, but then when you get momentum, mm -hmm. then you can really do it. So an example, um, I was, you know, I've created my business and I used to just like always, I have to do this. I have to do that. Always online, always worrying about, you know, looking at the social media and making sure I'm doing all these different things until someone said, the best way to get to where you need to be from point A to point B with the least amount of stress is called in taking inspired action. Mm -hmm. So instead of being the uh, guinea pig on the the hamster on the hamster wheel, mm -hmm. just running, 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 doing all these different things, just when the inspiration comes, take that action and you get the momentum just takes you so much further. Mm -hmm. So I learned to start to meditate in the morning. For me, and everybody's different, but for me, and so Ravina, um, who used to be from Tenton Falls, and she lives in Charlotte now, she's saying, like, how do you go about starting to just being, though? How do you start? So this is how I started. I started meditating in the morning, and it was quiet, and it was be. I didn't touch the phone, because mm -hmm. the phone ain't by my head at home, mm -hmm. right? I started to just listen to what was coming towards me, and... If it gave me peace, then I went for it and did it. And I realized that took me faster to do the things that I needed to do, and I made more progress that way. So does that kind of like what you're meaning with the divine alignment? Somewhat. That's an element of it. Okay. We go to we jump to tactics okay. often, right? Like yeah. we can do these things, and that's going to help us. And even to Ravina, I want to say... It, it's a great question, um, but we don't start in a place where you're going to figure out how to do it, right. and then you're going to be able to just do it, and then you're, it's going to come. Okay. Right? And that's why we've created a process. The process is meant to take you through the, the internal exploration and the definition of who you are, and then build elements on that which at a point will get to a regimen mm -hmm. that might include meditation mm -hmm. if that's what works for you. But it's about first going deep internally and understanding who have you been? What is it that you really desire? What, um, what does that look like, feel like? What level of energy does that actually resonate at? And we've, like I said, designed a process to walk you through that because it's gonna be different at different times. Right. right? It may be meditation on this initial run but fast forward a year from now or two years from now, it may be something totally different for you that's going to inspire you to action. We call those additional actions. Sorry for the okay. little, but OS. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is it's the same. Uh, when you're in alignment, you know, you are able to see what that is inside of you, what's yours to do. And that's all you need to do. So it's it's similar. That's a tactical approach to it. Mm -hmm. Our process is about backing you up okay. to really like get, reverse engineering it. It's almost yeah. It's starting with the source. Source, right? Mm -hmm. It's the source is who you are being. Who are you? And then then we get to the doing later in the process. And the understanding that whatever you're doing, whatever results you have now, is a match for how you've been showing up. Okay. Whether you know it or not, mm -hmm. whatever you have, don't have, got, don't got, it is a match for how you're showing up. The problem is, is people are not really doing the inquiry about how they have been showing up by default. Mm -hmm. So okay. when people say, I want a great marriage, I'm just going to make this. Some people, you know, I want a great marriage. I want to make, and then when we actually backtrack into how they've been showing up, nothing they're being is aligned with that. What they're saying might mm -hmm. sound good, but how they think about themselves and men or whatever it is, that mm -hmm. internal investigation mm -hmm. will actually show you, and I'm speaking because it was me, mm -hmm. where I was saying one thing, but when I really did the inner work and started to excavate, what do I really believe about being married and myself and all the things that I was saying, I saw that there was an anatomy of how I was showing up that was consistent with me being alone. Oh. And so that was great because then I could say, okay, well, that's not who I am. 
Right. That's just how I was mm-hmm. showing up. Right. And it gives me space to say, well, if I say I want this partnership, then how could I show up? Mm-hmm. And so we again, it's walking you through that excavation and really getting at your heart's desire and what's been in the way and then creating a way of showing up that's aligned with what you say and then creating a game and all the other stuff that's part of the process. So it's all in you. Because you right. wouldn't want it if it wasn't in you. Right. right? You, you wouldn't desire. want it. Absolutely. Right. You wouldn't even want it. Because there's certain things, like I tell people, I don't want to save the whales. There are people who are out here saving whales. Bless mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I had excited about excited it. Excited about it. <laughs> right. Saving whales. I'm disinterested. So right. clearly that's not my calling. Mm-hmm. Right. But other things that I have been resigned to, I know in my soul it's what I really want. I'm right. just not willing to let that Step lead the way. It. Yeah. The other thing I'll say about that is a couple things that keep us from the excavation. So that's you what talked I was about. Ask. What, was, yeah. what are the blockages that you're finding? <laughs> so it's very clear because this is what we do um so one is we don't tell the truth right (laughs) number one is we will not tell the truth we won't do the work and part of that is we whenever we see what there is internally we feel like we're going to have to do something drastic to address it Mm. excuse me so it's like i'm gonna have to quit my job leave my man you know run away to the (laughs) islands get our only way right because you've been suppressing your desire so much it feels like when you finally look at it and tell the truth about it you're gonna have to change everything and so we feel Hmm. like we might not recover from that and that's not necessarily the case so one is we won't tell the truth the second thing we do is we don't ask for help Right. Yes. So even when you talked about meditation, it's like something that maybe you figured out for yourself and you tried for yourself. Yeah. And those things work sometimes as a Band-Aid or they work to get us to the next small step, but they might not sustain us. We don't ask for help. The first thing you should do. So even when you when you asked the first question, the first thing I thought was, I'm not I can give you a million tactics and a million ideas and solutions to what it is you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But until you do that excavation you're not going to know what's going to work for you. And the first thing you should do is invest in getting help for yourself. And I would add on that where you said tell the truth. I would go, we can't forget, make peace with our past. Mm -hmm. Because it's through those stories and experiences that is governing our life, Mm -hmm. right? That is saying, hey, you should, you shouldn't. This is what we, it went back to the story that you open up with. So right. many things we were told we were supposed to do. Right. And they are the thoughts and beliefs and actions that govern how we have lived our life thus far. Right. And then when we get to the end of that, we go, it's got to be more. It's got to be more, mm-hmm. right. It's got to be more. So um, being able to tell the truth about where you really are. And not make the truth a thing. That's another yeah. thing. We, we tell right. the truth, we feel like, oh my God, it right. becomes this whole thing. Yeah. Like. It's not that. It's just the truth about a thing. It's an is. Right. Right. You know, there's times I had to tell the truth about, you know, I would be mad at liars. And then I had to understand, well, you know, there's a part of you that lie. You can be a liar. Okay. Like, it's not like the end of the world. It's just a part. I don't have to. Yeah, it's an acknowledge. And then I can say, okay, well, you have, you know, when you have this tendency, then you can choose otherwise. But I think this whole denying that thing, we start to guilt trip ourselves, blame Mm -hmm. ourselves. And I've learned that telling the truth doesn't mean anything. It's just... Okay. It's getting clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, and this is why we say spirit, science, and reality, because there's there's a lot of emotion and reality that comes with whatever the truth might reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's a science to it as well, right? And the science of it allows you to kind of distinguish all of the cloudiness of the human emotions from what is just happening. So to Ronnie's point and Tawana of the truth, just it is like, oh, this person is lying. Oh, the most recent for me is, oh, I'm a problem. Like I have been resisting being <laughs> and she addressed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for some people. And yeah. I embraced it. I was like, I am a problem. So I just, I had a, a particular relationship where I was feeling very much made to be a problem the way mm-hmm. I am. Like, you know, I'm a Pisces. I grew up near the ocean. Mm-hmm. I have a very fluid way. My mantra is being is the new doing. So yeah. a lot of people's conditioning gets projected on me about what that means. I may not be as, you know, get it done, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. And I'm actually one of the most productive people you'll meet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way I go about it is least effort. So long story short, it was, you know, I was being treated as a problem and I was resisting. Ronnie said, why are you re- fighting it so much? And it was because it hurt because yeah, I was taking it. Yeah, it was hurt. very much like an emotional, you know, um, uh, sting. 
And then it was like, no, I am a problem. I am a problem. For people who just want to close it down, shut yeah. it down, there's not creativity, I am a problem. So now what? Now I can walk into being a yeah. problem and From everything From a possibility. Changes. Like, yeah, yeah, like... Okay. A lot of drama and resistance. But that's the truth. I embrace yeah. the truth. I told the truth instead of resisting it and suppressing mm-hmm. it and trying to defend and hide and let it hurt me. I was like, no, I really, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what? And it allows you to push through. Mm-hmm. It and opens up possibilities. Right. I'm just learning the the not be so resistant method. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because what you resist not. persists. Mm-hmm. Right. What you actually embrace disappears. So whatever you're resisting is going to keep it there. Mm-hmm. Because it needs to be there for you to resist it. Think about it. If I move my hand, there's no resistance. So the hand, the other hand has to... It falls. It falls. But if you're resisting and pushing against something, that has to be there for you to push against it. Hmm. So So you said... That's the science, right? When you resist, persist, what was the second part? What you actually embrace disappears. Okay. Wow. Embracing is the key for something to leave. Like... If you just, mm-hmm. okay, like when she owned, she, I'm a problem for some people. Like I can be mm-hmm. seen as a problem mm-hmm. and that ain't a problem. Right. 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 Like, you know, was a problem. Harriet Tubman was a problem. Right. So depending on what side of the, yeah. the, the, the railroad Where you, you were in from. company with. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So she said, yeah. I'm a problem. It's like, oh, me too. Right. <laughs> I'm so proud of that. Right. But, it's, right. but if you're looking at it like a make wrong, or yes. resist, you know what I mean? Because From my like, conditioned ego exactly. that was hurt, mm-hmm. I had no power in it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had to reset myself. Wait, hold up. I'm an innovator, an alchemist that we talked about, activist. Yes, I'm going to be a problem. <laughs> Like, right. it makes no sense for me to think that if I'm going to be innovative and an activist, that I wouldn't be a problem. Right. Right. But my ego had me in this whole other conversation because of my conditioning to really be fearful of being seen as a problem. Right. And that threw me, you know, off and And out the of preference my is not paradigm. to be that, right? Because, again, there's a preference. And I always tell people, right. I have preferences, but I don't have how things got to be. Mm hmm. I right. have a preference, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, I prefer to be a certain way. I'm getting all these aha moments. Yeah, like it's a preference. And when I make it a preference and not a gotta be, uh, then it's just like, okay, well, Ronnie, you can have your preferences. But if you don't, mm-hmm. you can still live your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you yeah. have it, like it got to turn out this way and I can't be a problem. and uh, You will just life. be resisting yeah. and hard, and yeah. et cetera. Yeah. I would prefer to people to think that I'm a really great, loving, mild-mannered chick. Most people don't, <laughs> right? Yeah. But that's my preference. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about myself as a Scorpio. Ooh. That's the ego. Mm-hmm. And that's the ha-ha before you ha-ha me. Right. And then <laughs> just being so rigid and, mm-hmm. you know... Preference, not a gotta be. I'm about to put that on my refrigerator. <laughs> Preference, not a, not a gotta be. Because then when you just that. prefer it, it loses its power. A minister told me that years right. ago. Mm-hmm. She said, turn your attachments to preferences and you'll be free. Right. Turn your attachments to preferences and you'll be you'll free. You'll be free because mm-hmm. it's right. just, you can own that you prefer that your husband shows up a certain way or your kids mm-hmm. show up. Yes, you get to prefer that whatever uh, but people are people things are things right and if they don't show up that way that doesn't necessarily mean I have to lose power and again when Rodai was talking about the power paradigm mm-hmm. it's about going within mm-hmm. and sustaining and uh, aligning with your power and if you're resisting then you by definition lose power because at the point of friction power is lost right it's the mm. science. It's the and science. that's why it's so important because we stay stuck in the reality mm-hmm. of things often right. and sometimes even in the spiritual realm where it may be more lofty and we can't put it to action so that we can create a real result in our life. And the science helps us to do that. Even just give a business example mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. you know, we have a certain, um, you know, a certain offering to clients and we're not sure whether they're receiving it or not. And so it's like, well, I'm not sure. I don't think they're getting it or they like it or all this emotional stuff. It's like, oh no, we don't have a marketing system in place. Like it's, it's a difference between making something this big, meaningful, emotional situation mm-hmm. and really just identifying, well, what is the systemic mechanism that's at work that's causing the result? And so looking at it from a holistic point of view, the spirit, the science and the reality of it, because you can't step over people's reality. 
Correct. Right? You can't step over it. Right. Um, it's important, but it's just not the only view to be able to move yourself through to another situation. And that's how we get out of being stuck. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that was the last. <laughs> well, you said don't, we don't tell the truth. We don't ask for help. What? what? And we're exhausted. That's exhausted. the other one. Okay. We're, we, we're trying to overcome exhaustion. So all this busy doing and all this trying to be all things and suppressing for the everybody. truth and resisting. It's exhausting. It's ex- <laughs> and we tired. Yeah. Like, so, you, you know, you're going to have a hard time creating the life you want if you're not telling the truth about it if you're exhausted mm-hmm. and if you won't ask for help. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, most black women I know. <laughs> right. Really? That's, that's the thing. thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing. We're so exhausted because we're doing, we're running around being, doing, be, doing, doing so many be. things, right? We're, we're doing so many things mm-hmm. for so many people and then we don't sleep right. and then we don't eat well mm-hmm. and we don't get to exercise and we just keep putting those things off and they all cause the problems in the body. So let's talk about, because now we have about 25 minutes left. Okay. Let's talk about the intention scale and some of the other things, some some tools that the women who are watching can use to even start to open their mind to the process. So I'm going to start with this and then jump in, right? So it goes back to what Ronnie said. There's a way that you are being today okay. that you may not be aware of that is creating the experience of your life you have. So whatever you're dealing with in your life right now is a match. It's a reflection of how you're showing up to live your life. So you're basically attracting that. You're creating. You're creating. You're creating. You're creating. What you're putting out, you're getting back. Right. It's all made up and it's a creation. So whatever you. It's a story. It's not even a coming back. Like you are living into it. Like you are putting Mm. it out and living into it. Okay. Right. So there are things that do you do attract that come into that reality. But the primary source of that reality is you creating and living into it. It is a projection, like a movie projection of your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions and your actions and inaction. So your life and whatever you're dealing with is an exact match and projection of how you're showing up, right? Given mm. the beliefs you have and the thoughts that go through your mind the all predominant day long. thoughts, yeah. Yeah, and the emotions that you subscribe to on a regular basis. And so that is what, if you focus on that, you will change at the source the life you're living. What we tend to do is go externally and try to mm-hmm. go on a vacation or a girl's trip, <laughs> yeah. go to brunch, mm-hmm. get a new outfit, find Shop a man, therapy. and think mm-hmm. that that's going to solve or re- you know change our life. It's not that. You've got to go to the source. And so the intention scale is about measuring and making that what seems invisible source very visible and measurable so that you can now shift it mm-hmm. and create a different result. Okay. So... The way we think about that is uh, most people use the word intention like a thought or an objective. Like that was my intention or that wasn't my intention or I set my intentions this morning. And that's inside of a doing framework, right? Like I have this intention. Now I get to go do these things for this intention. And so what we say is you don't have an intention. You are an intention. You are an intention. Okay. (laughs) So our scale is you are either suffering, struggling, sacrificing, settling, striving, seeking, surrendering, or sovereign. So that's how you move up the scale. And depending on where you are, there's a certain energetic you're sending out into the world about what kind of life you want to live. Wow. So do you change like you go up and down the Absolutely. scale based on what's going oh, on. Exactly. And what and, and particularly what goal you're have in play at the yes. time. Yes. So depending on what game, I remember I mentioned that you're always playing a game. You're always winning a game you're playing. Mm-hmm. We are always playing a game. This is just a, a metaphor. Yes. Life is a game. Some people use that metaphor. But yes. there's always something you're up to that you may not be aware of. So for example, I use the example of, okay, I'm up to having a great marriage. You know, it's something I want. I'm married. I got this great guy. But I'm up to actually experiencing love off the charts. Right? But I would bet you if you're not experiencing it and you go to the intention scale, you say, okay, well, let's talk about how you think about your marriage, what you do, blah, blah, blah. I can get your anatomy and say, "Uh uh-uh, you're settling. 
You're accepting and agreeing to something you consider less than satisfactory, adopt security or comfort, rationalizing away what you know to be true. So you say you want a great marriage, that's the goal, Mm -hmm. but when we really do a check of your anatomy, how you're showing up, what you think, you really are settling and much of it is resignation or indifference. Mm. Now, how are you going to create a great marriage being resigned and indifferent? Mm-hmm. And what we normally go to is because he's going to change. Yeah, so right. I can be right. resigned and indifferent and he'll yeah. change and then I'll have yeah. a great marriage. <laughs> Because he is the reason Because exactly. exactly. I want a great marriage. Right. No, actually, sis, you don't. You actually have settled into the comfort and the you know the the dissatisfaction and accepted it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what you how you may have to show up to create a a great marriage with who you've chosen to partner with, <laughs> which just may require not something the guy of you, you thought you yet. right may require something of you that you just are unwilling or afraid to step into. It's too vulnerable. It's whatever. And so then what we do is we. Uh, we, we stack past experiences to justify right. and rationalize mm-hmm. why we should just keep being the way we are. Right. And it's someone else's fault or issue that needs to be handled. Right. Mm-hmm. But you said you wanted them. See, this is where we always take people. You said this is what you want. Right. right. Being congruent with what exactly. you said. That's right. the alignment we're talking mm-hmm. about. Okay. And See, I the- always, <laughs> when we give, you know, workshops or as we're coaching, it's always... I always remind people because they get this look when when it comes to this conversation of you own and are responsible for the results in the life you're creating. Mm -hmm. They get this look like and I said it only matters because you said Mm -hmm. you wanted something. Right. So if you don't want that, then you'll be fine. fine. It's plenty of people settling that live a fine life. (laughs) Literally a fine life. Like, I ain't fine. Like, really? That's on the zero. Right. <laughs> and that's zero on the scale. But it's just for that yes. goal. So some mm-hmm. other place, you might be a, a seven, right? right? You might be in As a mother, mother right. for example. I know with me, my mothering is a place I feel so sovereign and mm-hmm. so like embodying because who my daughter is, how she, I mean, she's just awesome. But yes. there are other areas where I'm thinking, okay, I'm settling. Mm-hmm. There's some, I don't suffer as much. I don't mm-hmm. suffer. There's mm-hmm. some struggling, right? Because I've done some work to up level mm-hmm. different Absolutely. areas of my mm-hmm. life as I've been doing this. But it's really, like she said, it only matters because you say it matters. Right. And people start to get real funny, like mm-hmm. she said, when mm-hmm. we start saying, well, you said it mattered. Right. Now, are you changing that? Right. Now, you right. can't. You right. create your goal. That's we didn't what you told us. You wanted to work But goal. I can just right. see where who you're being is, is not aligned with that. And the question is, are you willing to align every element of your being and your life to get the goal? Mm-hmm. Are you willing? Are you willing? Yeah. Not to say you know how. Because everybody's like, oh, I don't figure know how. No, 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 no. They say that where the spirit is willing. That's when the magic happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we do is, again, going through the process, you start to really up-level and say, you know what? I'm willing to keep surrendering to the game. Mm-hmm. I keep up-leveling. You know what I'm saying? And that becomes the work. And then before you know it, you're living a different life. And it, you almost look back. Even some of our clients was like, we don't even know how this happened. Uh-huh. He's like, you invested in yourself for a process. Now you looking all strange when it right. actually happened. Because we had that happen, what, last, <laughs> yesterday? Yeah. He's like, well, we don't know. Yes, this. I was like, yeah, the process works. works. You are working the process. Because <laughs> right. they didn't figure it out because they thought they were right. going to figure it's it out. No, you don't have to figure it out. It's One of my favorite <laughs> questions to ask the client is, and I think Ronnie does it so masterfully, he's like, what are you willing to give up right. to achieve your goal? I know. Nothing. That's the right. same response we get. My face is like, <laughs> Right. Right. Because if it's truly something that you desire and want, then you will do the work. Right. Right. And everybody ain't ready to do the work. Everybody's not ready to do the work. And I think that, um, you know, I know for a lot of women that I talk to, they're afraid to give up what they're doing because they're afraid that they won't have money to take care right, of themselves. Right. That's one of the things that I see a lot of times. So you say, what would, if I'm suffering mm-hmm. at a job per mm-hmm. se, mm-hmm. would I be, and then I have to like align myself and get to so one start of these to places, yeah. mm-hmm. then you realize that that's not the only thing that there is. And there are other things more important Absolutely. than money and money will come Absolutely. on another But way. we don't believe but, it. And this is yeah. my mantra and it, 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 it came it. to me years ago and it's, there's always a way out. So when there's you are resonating at higher levels of intention, there are solutions. infinite solutions yeah. <laughs> to how to move with something, right? Um, 
And for me specifically, like in my job, when I was working in corporate, I felt so trapped and I mm. felt so stuck. Mm-hmm. And there was just, a, because I was suffering, there wasn't a work, there were solutions that weren't even available to me. I could not see. That's why you have to ask for help. Right. Because you're in a place where at that level of intention and energy that you're resonating, you will not see a way out. No. But there is always a way out. This I know for sure. So when I asked Tawana for help, then she could say, okay, well, yeah, these are strategies. This is, you know, well, what's your, she's asked me, what's your exit strategy? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, <laughs> and so I just needed another, another level of energy, another level of intention, someone who was powerful in that corporate arena to be able to show me solutions at a level that I, at that point in time, couldn't access naturally. And then I had to build the muscle to where then I could resonate at higher levels of intention, a stronger power in that environment and then solutions were available to me and when you become sovereign in an area what you are unstoppable Mm -hmm. Unstoppable. because nothing stops you because the who you are like this shall be literally yes and it is it is like you literally everything that used to be an obstacle is like oh no problem i'm over here see you know the areas you're sovereign that like no matter what Mm -hmm. you You have a move you if you'll move over to the left and many of us are that way about our children Mm -hmm. that's an area where like no kidding we could have three kids two right. jobs whatever but that kid gets sick something happened we are be figuring it out mm-hmm. right. right right but when it comes to us it's a lot of confusion there's not this same level of sovereignty like my kid like not on my watch my kid will have a great life mm-hmm. as long as i'm breathing right. you know what I'm saying? Right. we're yeah. that way about it mm-hmm. right but the question is why are we not that way about our or own ourselves life? i think sometimes what i what i find is that we are, we don't think we deserve it. Yeah, self-worth is huge, right? Yeah. In today's environment of us being tied and exhausted and vulnerable and beat down, we don't consider options for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That fear takes over and it dominates. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can get with the feeling, there are certainly people, people that feel as though they don't deserve it. But we work with a lot of women who know they deserve, I mean, we deserve Louboutins and things like that, right? I know that's different. I know that's different, but at the same time, I am meeting a lot of women who feel very worthy, okay, right? But still don't make the investment. And what I believe is more about fear of what they might risk losing in the process. There really is this belief that if I step into my full power, people are gonna fall away and I'm going to lose things that I've worked really hard for or things that I feel I value, whether Mm -hmm. it's like I said, I gotta leave my man, I gotta quit my job, I gotta go be a yogi on an island somewhere. And that's not true. I was about to go be a yogi on an island. They're talking me off the island. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. a way. Yes. Yes. There is a way. And we think we can't handle whatever transformation or transition transitions might happen. I tell people during that time where I was at my lowest, I had the job, the man, the house, the car, the family, the kids. Yeah. And it was driving me crazy. It was draining my life force. Yeah. And I went through this transformation. And guess what? I don't have the job, which is actually a great thing. Mm-hmm. Because I have this business that serves so many women. Right. But I got the same man. Mm-hmm. I got the same kids. Mm-hmm. We live in the same house. And so, and but things are completely shifted. So you don't necessarily have to lose everything. And if you do, it's not a loss. Right. Because you have shifted who you are in the context of it. And that changes the whole perspective. So There's a it's not a loss. There's There's a shedding. Shedding. There can That's be a, a nice way. There's yeah. a shedding. You got, not a you got an extra kid. Yeah. <laughs> Same house, left the job, got a new baby. Right. <laughs> and you know, so right. these things occur because of the alignment. It was already exactly. divine order right. for me to be where I am. Yeah. And I view corporate as a playing field. Okay. I was my practice field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And all of the skills mm. and experiences that I've taken as a result of that. It's shame on me not to be able to share them with other women who are still there mm-hmm. that wish they weren't, that right. don't have an extra exit strategy. Right. So let's talk about an exit strategy because Dr. Ronnie said that we were going to talk about that for women because I know there are a lot of women who are about that life, mm-hmm. they, they, but they have no idea where it starts other than just saying, I quit. You can't do that. 
You need well, you a plan. Can. Well, okay, well, you can. You can. You can. You can say whatever. Yes. And I get the considerations right. and concerns that have you Absolutely. not. Right. The question hey, is, you can, okay. you can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yes. As my mother used to say, all you got to do is stay black and die. And the stay black part is, is changing <laughs> and <changed>. shifting. <laughs> right? So you got to die. Okay. We can say that, but everything else is a choice. The, the investigation is mm-hmm. what are the internal beliefs and thoughts that have you say, I, I just can't, can't quit. Okay. okay. So okay. that's the part we don't want to confront. Yes. And I'm not saying that's an easy confront. I'm not saying it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just I can just quit. But let's just at least look. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. what has you say that? Mm-hmm. Who's talking? Okay. Because what every, are they fearing? What, your mom what are they in the background? Exactly. Right. Right. And if you got to have a plan, you got to yeah. have money. You got to have, okay. okay. And if you want to live your mom's life, then okay. Then that's what we're working with. <laughs> right. I'm serious, right? And that's what it's about. That power paradigm has you just own whatever it is you say you want. And there is a way when you become sovereign in that, which is what we're working you through, then there is a way for you to move through it mm-hmm. and create the results you want without having to sacrifice yourself in the process. And not be alone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And draw on resources beyond you figuring it out. Oh my God. If I got That's a nickel for everybody, every sister, <laughs> I just, just got to figure that out. Okay, Ronnie, I'm going to come back to you, but I'm going to figure that out and then I'm going to come back. I mm-hmm. said, when well, I'm here now, exactly. why can't we just have a conversation? Why you got to go retreat and figure it out and before then come we come back? What is yeah. that? Right. Like, so, yeah, so, and again, I go back to the process because even when I use the process, because we use the, our own process, it's mm-hmm. not a one and done, it's not just we give you information and strategies, it's like, if I am up against something, if I say I want something and I'm not realizing it, right. I go back to the first step of the process, tell your truth, envision, the, the, I mean, there's right. shifts that you go through mm-hmm. systematically mm-hmm. that anytime I'm up to a new game, I'm like, Ronnie, okay, you've mastered that. Okay, great. Now you're going to get your money right. Let's start with telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then you walk through the process, create a game, get a squad, because part of the game, there's no <laughs> game without a squad. That's right. <laughs> right. People out here playing games, they by themselves. That, uh, nope. Yeah. Because even Tiger Woods got a squad. Like people look at even a game like golf. Mm -hmm. There's a a caddy or something. Mm -hmm. We out in these streets with nobody playing a big game. Mm -hmm. You're setting yourself up. Absolutely. And even when we get people, we get them as our advisory board. I love that. Right. And so it's still this board of directors directors of our life. And I get the concept of it. But what we're really setting ourselves up for still is to go it alone. Mm -hmm. And then when we figure out we might want to ask someone something, then we ask them in a very articulate put together way and have a conversation then we go back and go it alone again until we feel like we want to jump out and that's not it's a progressive process it's Mm -hmm. an ongoing process of just surrounding yourself and moving with people not just by yourself and then tapping into people so how long is so if someone wants to do the process by the you know Mm -hmm. get the process how long does it take and do they come and sit on a couch or is it online? No, it is DVD not sitting on a couch. couch. Not you know, like, well, what is it? It's what is on the, the court. So one is you talked about building this muscle. Uh-huh. What The program, the power paradigm is about training you to become sovereign. And the way we do that is through you choosing areas of your life that are not working for you mm-hmm. and going, putting that area through the process so that you build the muscle of how to become and be sovereign in that area. Okay. And so we do that in 90 day quarters, basically, okay. over a 12 month period. So like a year. Yes, but you will, down. in a year, you will play four games. Right. So Mm -hmm. you may start with a professional game and something's going on at work and then you may move into a relationship game and something's going on at home. And then you might move into a health game where now you're about your physical fitness. Mm -hmm. We have um, women now we have women getting results in eight weeks where they're like, we had a woman get results in three weeks. She was like, I came in with a game and I started a second game the Mm -hmm. third week. So it's all about how intentional you become and how you walk yourself or how you walk with us through that training. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your book. I know yes. that you just you have a book that was released a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it and where people can get it. And I'll also put it in the show notes. So show notes too. Uh, Nisi talk about she need a part two. <laughs> so you need to go to evokelive.com and, and follow them on, you know, I put all their socials up um, at Evoke Life. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, follow them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, go to their website. Their website has lots of different things. And I actually saw you have a teachable, mm-hmm. um, like a mm-hmm. curriculum. Mm-hmm. So check that out too. Um, but I think. Yeah, so being is the new doing, a divine guide to owning your energy, time, and peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I had something to say. Like, my mantra is there is another way. I spent 20 years in corporate America Mm -hmm. self-sacrificing for success, not knowing who I was, so not even real sure what kind of success I was really um, going after. But the book tells my story in terms of how I've dealt with each of these levels of intention. And so the book is going to share, here's the intention scale. And here's an area of my life where I was suffering. Here's mm-hmm. an area where I was struggling. And here's how I shifted uh, through the process to elevate my intention and become more sovereign in that area or sovereign more often in that <laughs> right. area mm-hmm. to, to completely change the experience of my life. It's on Amazon. Okay. It's also at evokelife.com. Okay. Um, but it's just a few personal stories with this philosophy and this methodology woven in so that you can use it as a tool for you to elevate your own intention. Okay, so we, we encourage book clubs. We had a book club. We had a couple book clubs. Yeah, they yeah. did our book. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I say it's our book because I help edit it. But... Okay. <laughs> That's just <laughs> remarkable. Yes. She was, basically, she was saying, listen, what we're not going to do is have this book out here that doesn't reflect. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, I got it. Well, I'm going to be hitting you up because I'm writing a book. Editing. Okay. So now this <laughs> intention scale, mm-hmm. is this something that you give is that's online that people can find or this is a part of it's a part, part of the program. 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 Part of the program. Mm-hmm. Can I put this on my refrigerator though? Mm-hmm. Yes. You can you can. Okay. <laughs> we like it. So I'll here's let me give you some training though. So okay. really the way you use it is you say, Okay, what is what give me a goal that you're up to. Writing my book. Writing okay. your book. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> Starting June second. Starting June second? Yeah. Okay. Why June second? Because that's the day the class starts. Okay, so it's a class. Because okay. I needed structure. Because I knew okay, I wasn't so going to be at the support. beach doing yoga and then writing. Right. I'm writing. No, no, you're not going to do that. I need to <laughs> <Okay>. help. <laughs> right. So, so, so that's how you asked, right? Right. You so you're up here. Uh, yeah. So you're seeking, yes. searching for, finding, stretching, expanding. Level okay. three. So do so now. The question is: So I hear you just from what you've done that you're at a three. Now, what would take you from a three to believing it's like written already? I, I believe it's written already. You do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. then you, okay, that's you're good. Then I'm talking now. I'm sorry. Now we're on the selling part. That's the part that well, I'm you, trying you to You can't get sell what's not produced. So let's right. just. Well, get, you can. You can. You, you, you can. can. You're right. I just. You can. You can, you can start right. selling it now. Pre order. So, you got a whole sanctuary wherever. You say, hey, yeah. you put a date out there and then you say, this is pre sale. Oh. Y'all so hear that? You would call the inspired, inspired action okay. and you would move up to sovereignty, which is embodying that the book is already written yeah. because you've put it out there for people to actually buy into. Okay. Right? Yeah, I'm because excited about it. People have said for years I should write a book. I have lots of things to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I needed to put myself in a place where I could get structure. So you mm-hmm. made a commitment, which is level five, because you invested dollars and time, mm-hmm. right? And made a commitment to put yourself in a structure to get it done. Now you said, okay, I've put myself in this. I believe I can, this is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? And I know, not only do I believe it in my mind, but I know no. it in my spirit yes. mm-hmm. that this is occurring. So then the next step the is, OS actually is just literally is putting literally out put put on pre, pre-order by date. Because that okay. will then tell you that it'll be done by that date. Yep. Okay. See how that elevates the intention? Yep. So look out there and everybody's saying, I love no, I, think, I think this is really one of the first places that I feel super confident. Yeah. Because it's been in here. I've been journaling since 78. I mm-hmm. have two big suitcases full of diaries and journals and mm-hmm. things. So I'm going to be going back and excavating mm-hmm. through those and yes. lifting out some of the stories that I've had over the last 40 years. Yes. So now, I'm what's predictable is you will at times avoid writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's going to happen. So you can then use the scale again to just say, hmm, like what's going on with me? Where am I resonating? If I look up and down these levels and you'll find like hey, the writing hasn't been getting done. Mm-hmm. I've been meditating a little extra. Like, OK, <laughs> mm-hmm. I must mm-hmm. be avoiding. Yep. And then you ask yourself at that, that point. Yeah. So now, OK, how can I elevate on this scale? Well, you can ask. Right? right, you can make a request when you find yourself request for help or support. That's going to move you up the scale. Okay, um, and so, why for trends? Okay, what's triggering? 
right. and dropped you back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Right? Queen Sugar came back on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So for those of you who just heard that like last three minutes, put yourself, put like your, you know, item or thing or the, the, the thing that you want to align with, put that in your purview and you know, put yourself on that scale and and see, you know, what's happening. And my sister Shannon says she'll buy the book. Thank you, sister. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, Chan Chan. So, you know, this is these are tools that we can all use. Absolutely. I am so grateful for you all because we have one and a half minutes left. I'm so grateful that you have this. I'm thank so grateful you. that it's for, you know, it's for everybody, but mm-hmm. that, you, that it's for us and mm-hmm. that you have the... Um, the, the, the knowledge and the insight and the experience of knowing what it looks like for us. Yes. Little brown exactly. babies out here Absolutely. in this world trying Absolutely. to navigate and trying to be successful and trying to understand why you know, we d- we're doing the things that we're, we're doing. doing. So, you know, as soon as uh, Sora Rona told me about it, and then I spoke to Sora Ronnie, I was like, <laughs> she has to be on the show. So, thank you. Please, please, please go to evokelife.com. Check them out on all of their socials. And, you know, sit and think about if this is something at this time that you really want to do. It might be for another time, but definitely there is the tool now you know now there's a tool and you can tool definitely set up a power can... session with us we go back today okay. you just yeah, want send to us yeah, a note just send us info. a note hey I heard y'all I don't know yet info <laughs> at evokelife.com we'll That's get right. you clear okay. you can be a yes or no but I say take the action mm-hmm. don't be on the fence the fence hurts take the, action. <laughs> the fence right. hurts y'all don't be on the fence so that's what we're going to close with we're going to close with the fence hurts <laughs> Take the action, sisters. Whatever that is. Take the action. So, again, thank you for joining us in the sanctuary. Please share. Please like. Please comment. Please go to Awaken and Heal at Instagram and WendyCherry.com for more information. And this will be, this will live. Mm -hmm. This will be everywhere. So, listen to it and share it with the other sisters. Thank Thank you again. Thank you for inviting us next time in the sanctuary. Thank you for listening to The Sanctuary. Please follow us at Awaken and Heal on Instagram and on the web at goddess-awaken.com to follow the revolution.